Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yashodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the Planter Podcast. I'm your host, Amya Shodi, and what can I say? Honestly, I am so grateful and excited that you have come back for yet another week. Like, you just keep coming back, and I am so excited. And if you are new here, then welcome. Welcome to the Planter family. And if you've been listening, you are family, you know what this is already. So it is a joy to speak with you all this week again. And in this week, we're going to be doing a rewind episode, meaning that this is going to be an episode that was previously recorded or previously released And we're just bringing it back again because it's just that good. Okay, so on this episode, we're going to be speaking about moving with direction into the unknown. You know, when speaking with many of you about what direction you want to go and what's going on with you, a lot of it is, you know, that I hear it's like it's like, bro, like I feel like I want to do this, but I'm not really sure what to do, what the next step should be. And I think that's a lot of us. That's me included. Just this uncomfortability or this uncomfortableness with the unknown. And we really just need the tools on how to move necessarily confidently or with strength and courage in a space that we are not sure of. So for some of you listening, that may be, you know, a new career path or a new place you're living or, you know, getting deeper in your faith journey or opening a business or getting around new people entirely. There's a lot of unknowns and you just really need that courage. So three things we're going to speak about on this episode that I think would be really helpful for you or for those of you who or how about this? These are the type of people that this episode would really help. So if you're somebody who's feeling stagnant and you just really need a refresh, you just really need like something, new ideas, new freshness in your. Okay. And also, by the way, sorry to interrupt. If you hear anything, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to hear this. There's kids in the house. So if you hear any like crying or screaming, that's what it is. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, if you're feeling stagnant and you need a refresh, you just need, um, you, you're looking to just feel that there has to be more to life than this. And I feel like I need to make some steps to really feel refreshed. So if that's you, this would be helpful. You need the courage to explore your options. Maybe there's a lot of options or a lot of things that are available to you opportunities and because there's so many you're just kind of paralyzed so this is really going to give you that courage to why not you know explore and see what's going on and then being able to make the best decision for you so the courage really to explore your options and not to be stagnant and then lastly if you're struggling with where you are and you want to know that there's more to life than this this is definitely going to be an episode for you If you're like, oh my goodness, like I've just been doing things day in and day out and I really feel there's more to life than where I am. 
then you would highly benefit from this. We really dive deep into this episode about just exploring uncertainty. I talk a lot about this on my podcast episodes, this thing about uncertainty, because that is something that I myself have had to, I won't even say get comfortable with, because that's not even, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I'm not comfortable in uncertainty. But it's something that I've had to really deal with. If you know my story, where I was coming from, from my career path, and then completely changing. And just trying to put the pieces together and make sense of life, right? So I talk a lot about that type of things, about moving in uncertainty and just trying and moving forward in the places that we're just not sure of and just making the moves that can help propel us to where we believe we're supposed to be or the vision that God has given us for our lives. So again, this is really going to help you in those areas. And if you need to, or let me rephrase it this way, if you know somebody who needs the encouragement, then definitely share this episode with them. I promise you this was such a good conversation and she really encouraged me to think outside of the box. So that's something else too. Just thinking outside of the box, not saying you have to do everything that she did or everything that I'm doing, but just having the limitations off and making a step, however big or however small that is, it's worth something. So yes. All right. I will speak to you in the episode. Bye. Welcome back to the Planter Podcast, everybody. On this particular episode, we are going to be talking about moving with direction into the unknown. Mm. And I have the perfect, perfect guest to talk about this topic. And it is my good, good friend, Megan Bennett. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Look at your face. Hope you guys are doing well. (sighs) I'm sh- Hi guys, are you guys doing well? Blink once if you are. Blink twice if no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the planter. I'm really excited to talk with you and for you to share your wisdom and knowledge with the people. Girl, thanks for inviting me. Like, I'm really excited. Um, but tell us from your own perspective who you are and what you do. Literally world's hardest question. So forgive me if it comes off a little bit wonky, but hi Mm -hmm. folks. Like she said, my name is Megan. Um, I am a Tampa native, so I don't know if that tells you anything, but I'm currently living um, in Miami. I work um, in community development here and yeah, ultimately I love serving um, the community, um, serving the community, whatever they may need and just really holistically serving the needs of people as a whole. Perfect. And I know we were going to dive into kind of how you got into community development and the journey that it, you know, (laughs) that you went through to get to this point. The never ending journey. Right. The never ending (laughs) journey. Oh, all right. (laughs) So kind of give us your backstory about how you got to where you are now. Hmm. Take us back, baby. All right. So. Hmm. I'm going to start off with where I thought I was supposed to be. So coming into college 
which was kind of my first experience with kind of being myself as an independent human being outside of kind of my family unit. Um, I moved away for college. I um, ended up going to school at FIU and I started off as a bio major. I thought myself I was going to be a uh, a vegetarian, (laughs) a veterinarian. Um, and work kind of like with animals and stuff. And yeah, that's, I was very confident and comfortable in that, even though I got this inkling, that's not what I wanted to do. I'm like, no, veterinarians, they're comfortable. They make a lot of money and I I like animals. So I think a changing point for me was, um, my trip to Alaska, like random, random enough. Um, I really just wanted to, I I, in my junior year, um, I was really starting to get this like identity crisis. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm taking all these bio classes. Like I'm not feeling this love that I once felt for, for like my major. And I just really need something different. Plus Miami can be a, a bit of an intense city. So I'm like, I need a break. What is the furthest place in the United States from Miami? Fairbanks, Alaska. Okay, not the first place, but Alaska nonetheless. Um, so I did an exchange program there. And that was the first time I really just started doing a lot of things out of my comfort zone because I felt I had this allowance to do so. And it just exposed me to a different way of life that I was just like, I want this. Like, I want this to be my area of study. I want this to be like my career. Um, so I ended up changing my career to sociology, which in its in itself opened up a lot of doors. Um, it is um, giving me access or like um, to a lot of clubs, one of them being alternative breaks, which will forever have a very special transformative place in my heart. Um, and through one of those trips, I realized that community development was for me. I did a um, volunteer trip in Guyana and it was just literally everything if that volunteer trip could be transformed into a career I've found my dream career um but yeah it's just kind of those little snippets of doing something out of my comfort zone learn learn something new about myself do something else learn something else and just kind of that little stepping stone or little baby steps that kind of um got me to where I am today um working um here in Miami with community development. Girl, you don't missed out on like, what other trips did you take? Cause I know there oh, were more Alaska. There were and... a lot. I was trying to like hit the main points, but, but you did. And you did. I give you that. I was like, Ooh, I'm about to say, cause this can be a long story. If you're really trying to work from there, but <laughs> um, a lot of things. So Alaska was the trip that kind of initiated me learning a lot about myself. And then I worked abroad. I, um, I moved to London for two months to work at a charity um, as a communication intern. And again, learned a lot about myself and as a professional, learned a lot about myself out of like the comfort zone of my own country. Um, And then came back to school, um, finished up my degree, ended up doing a volunteer trip to Guyana um, and really just learning about a beautiful country in South America and just learning about the people there. It's amazing. Um, I also went to Spain to teach English, which is awesome in itself. Um, And I worked in Michigan and Indiana um, with a mission-based organization that facilitated mission trips for high schoolers um, and middle schoolers and for the community. And it just really just, I don't know, just so many things that I've learned from all of those experiences. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember... 
because guys, we took classes together. We took biology too <laughs> and sociology. And Megan was the first, I think you're like the first partner I had that was devoted to actually like studying with me and like work. Like, I mean, we would sit down there and we would read um, our bio book with this other kid mm-hmm. for hours. Thank you. want a good study partner? I got you. She, she's about it. She's about it. From then on, I said, no, this can be my friend. <laughs> I wasn't trying to play those foo-foo games. She was not. She's like, are we going to read or not? Nah? And I was like, okay, fair enough. Okay, she's no, serious. Pass class with the A or not. Nah. <laughs> yes. You know, you got me my first A. I mean, not you, but working with you. Our study group. Our yes. Study. Yes. So Megan is not one to play with, guys. Okay. She's a very, I'm going to just say it right now, very intelligent, very hardworking, and... Was meeting her was uh, very instrumental, I guess, like in my college experience, or it really enhanced my college experience because I met somebody who was probably just as weird as I am and just as serious <laughs> about life. And one thing that I love about Megan is she's willing to explore something that I necessarily didn't have the courage to do because I felt very locked into one career path. But I, 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 bet, I guess I like lived like through you kind of in the sense that you would tell us like, oh, like, yeah, I was going here and I was going there. And I was like, wow, like, how did you get the courage to do these things? How did you, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's for sure, like why I wanted to bring you on here, because you're somebody who doesn't stay locked into one thing. You let yourself explore and you do well in everything that you explore. Even in, in biology, you were really good. Even we had sociology together, you did really well. So (laughs) you're welcome. It's true. So you were saying that you've learned a lot of lessons, I guess, through um, taking up all these different experiences. Can you pinpoint like some important lessons that you learned? Hmm. One is being okay with being wrong. Um, or failure, I guess, is a better way to put it, being okay with failure. Um, because whenever you're trying something new, you're never going to be great at it. Or you're never going to be the best you can possibly be at. There's always going to be some form of learning curve and just being open to what people have to teach you and what you have to learn. Um, just because like, I literally feel like um, all these adventures and things like that that I've gone on, they're literally stories of epic fails, but in a pretty place because it's different <laughs> from home. <laughs> and like of each of those epic fails, I can tell you great stories, like great epic fail stories um, in every single one of those locations or like new places that I've gone to um, outside of my comfort zone. I loved all of them, like, and not even just the places, but the epic fails too. Like, and just really embracing that learning curve, embracing failure because it's a new lesson that you would have, wouldn't have learned if you didn't fail um another one is just to really stay rooted in your loved ones um just as a person that can't stay still it's always really important to stay rooted in what's important um like your family um don't forget who you are just because you're in a new place um and don't forget how you got there either, just because like all of these um, experiences were major blessings and definitely just continue to keep looking up and like what you're doing. Hmm, what's another major lesson I learned from adventuring? Um, yeah, mostly just being open too. like, um, I'm a big planner, um, big planner, but not at the same time. Like I, 
definitely in the past I was like really stringent with my planning and it's like oh my gosh things are going exactly how I planned how how horrible and now I've gotten a lot more flexible and adaptable just because for me that's where the the discovery and the joy comes from the things like not planned um my favorite quote that a friend told me is that always allow yourself to be interrupted mm. and the best no it's like I was like it really it was like oof, like oh, hit me yeah. in the heels um like allow yourself to be interrupted because for me those have personally been like the best times I've had in my life like I've I've met the best people um I've opened myself up to the most random of trips like have dinner with this person okay you have this plan to do something it doesn't kill you to just take a moment to have a conversation or it's just allow yourself to be interrupted is one of them Mm. was one of the big ones Mm -hmm. embrace failure um and learn from it don't just embrace it to be like yeah i failed but like what, what are you learning from <laughs> failure that just happened right. and just be open to new to new like to new like allow yourself to be open to have your truths be tr- proven wrong as in things assumptions that you have like i i think the greatest one that i had is like a, a as a a per, a, a woman of color um going to alaska scared a lot of my family members um are they real racist over there no no but um, that's the story like going to alaska scared a lot of my family members because there isn't a lot of black people in alaska like i think less than two percent of the population is black in the whole state of alaska oh and my family was scared it's like girl you don't got nobody looking like you nobody look out for you and like when you hear a lot of like foolishness (laughs) like you tend to believe it even if it's, it's like out there it's just like oh snap like maybe this is true and when i went there i think i was surrounded by the sweetest of people yeah sweetest of people and you know what they was all white that that statistic was not wrong probably ran into a couple other um uh, folks that look like me but like regardless like people were super embracing and really sweet and it was one of the best experiences i've ever had yeah and i know that it like what you're saying is true because we've spoken about this and you told me like literally what you said. Like you're like, yeah, I think the failure thing was one thing you were like, um, or being comfortable in being wrong. Oh yeah, and breaking your assumptions. So somebody hearing this could be like, this is all great, Megan, but like, I'm not like you, right? I don't have the courage to just step out of you know my boxed plan. Like I've had this plan for many years and now I feel like the plan is not working out for me and now I feel like I need to transition but I just don't even know where to go so I guess my question for you is how did you build the courage to explore your options and not feel locked into one path Hmm. my big one would be except little wins like you don't need to change your whole life in a night Um, and it's never too late to make a better decision for yourself. Um, I know that a lot of times when we dedicate a lot of time to this idea or this dream and maybe the dream falls through or like, I don't want to do this thing anymore, but I've dedicated most of my life to what I thought my life was going to look like. It's, you have like, once you decide that's not for you and that path is no longer for you, you have no obligation to that anymore. And though that's scary, give yourself little give yourself little victories. You don't have to change completely overnight. If you have an interest in something, do that interest justice by at least exploring it in little ways. Go to an event here, connect with somebody there. Um, Yeah. Like for me, this wasn't a 
a solo process, I talk to people about it. It's like, okay, so who are people that I know that are, have done this before, like that have done something out of their comfort zone that has been in my path and changed it and why, and like really just kind of exploring your reasons and not just give your interest justice. Like if you decide something isn't working for you, like, do you want to do that your whole life? Like, what are you interested in? What are you good at? And what can you imagine doing um, that makes you happy, that adds value to you and adds value to someone else? And then find ways where you can foster that. Um, little victories. Do something Do something out of the box, maybe a night, and then go back to your old routine. But just continue to allow yourself to have these little victories because each victory you have gives you the courage to do something bigger and do something bigger and do something bigger. And this is one thing that me and Dami talked about is like, you have to ha- you give yourself little wins so that like being out of your comfort zone um, is easier to do each time you do it. Yes. Right there, that part. Cause people ask me like, oh, Dami, like you're, or they say to me, you're so lucky because you're doing this right as if it's glamorous i don't know Um, (laughs) but but, but it is right but the price i've paid to be i guess in this position maybe a lot of people were not would not be willing one two i was i was a scaredy cat (laughs) like you know i was you know locked in on like one thing my whole life i worked very very hard in school and to see myself doing what I'm doing now, it's sometimes I ask myself that how the heck <laughs> from the girl who, yeah, I could speak. But, what did this pivot happen? Right. Like to get in on a stage and be speaking to people and plan things and plan and do this. But it's all in, like you said, taking those small wins, like taking a step. And seeing that you can be successful at that small thing, and it gives you the courage to keep going and going and expanding your reach and, you know, exploring more. Because to me, I feel like that's the key, like, just try something. And, you know, one of the girls I was talking to, um, she was like, you know, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not good at anything. And I, I don't know, like, was it for you? Because maybe this might help her. Um, how did you figure what you're good at? Was it just by doing these things? Or did you know prior what you were good at? Or Not really. And it's funny because, like, growing up, like, I had, like, no self-esteem. So I was definitely that I'm good at nothing. I'm going to amount to nothing. Yada this, yada that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, even... I guess one part of the story, because I started the story off at college, but I guess to like really bring it back, I volunteered a lot. Like I volunteer a lot doing the most random things on the face of the planet. Um, Like super random stuff. Like, you know, in high school, how you have like organizations like Key Club and stuff and they yeah. just bring where like dabble, like just literally just dabble. Like I, I thought volunteering was really great. Um, Personally for me, because it really taught me what I liked taught me what I liked and what I didn't like, um, what I, what I don't like and stuff. And it's just, you just, you have to be in motion. Like if you're just sitting down and being like, 
I don't know what I like. I don't know what I don't like. So therefore I'm just not going to do anything. And that's just, that's going to be your reality forever. You need to just be in motion. Um, and though maybe the direction you're walking is not the right one, at least you're going somewhere. And once you're walking in the wrong direction, like, Oh snap, I'm going the wrong way. You can turn around and you have a point of reference to, um, to know yourself really. And that was me. Like some of the odd jobs that I did is I cleaned off dirty surgical utensils for a vet lab. Mm. Um, I worked at a soup kitchen. I washed cars for this foster home in Fenona Sassa in middle school. I um, did yard work as a volunteer for elderly people in the neighborhood. Like I just did a lot of random things and, yeah. and doing, you see patterns. It's just like, all right, so, you know, even though cleaning bloody utensils ain't my jam, I realized I like working with my hands. Yeah. And even though I'd prefer not to get burned by, like, hot oil, like, I really like talking to people that I'm serving food to. Like, I enjoy interacting with them. And, you know, office, being in an office all day isn't my ideal job, but I love organization and paperwork. Like, I don't know what my problem is. I just love <laughs> organized like spreadsheets and like I just love it um and in doing these random things I've noticed patterns I was like okay cool beans so I like this stuff it's a it's a vibe Mm -hmm. and definitely just noticing the patterns with yourself and just being self-aware for me I'm a writer and I like to write things down I write everything down but also just doing is a big one like the more you do the more you learn Mm. Speaking to the choir, I think you really broke that down really well. Just taking a step and exploring. Mm. So I was going to ask you what were some first steps um, people can do to break out of their norm. So you just, I don't know, I guess guess you kind of summed it up. But if you have anything else. uh. Um, Mostly just to try something different. I know that seems like a pretty obvious one, but like some places you can look to try things different, like meetup.com has different events. Like um, for me, I've been going to like different networking events that I find on Eventbrite, like surround yourself by whom you think you want to be, if that makes sense. Cause mm, we're, like, we're all learning about yourself. Yeah. And like, I like, even now, like I, even though I love what I do, like, I don't know what I want to do forever. Um, And I'm still learning. I'm like, okay, so looking into master's programs and things like that, like surround yourself by people you think you want to be or people. um, Yeah. And like, just see if it's for you or not. Like, um, sometimes that requires like doing something outside of nine to five, um, going to events where you're the only one, you know, um, but like bring a friend, you don't need to be by yourself in this either, but definitely try to join communities of people that you feel like you fit in or you think you want to just to figure out if it is for you or not for you. Um, and definitely going out there and trying different things or even taking a class, like online classes are free. Some online classes are free. YouTube is bay. Like I watch way too much of it, but like to really just look at day in the lives or whatever, like, I don't know, like hopefully that added more to the answer, but I think it did. I would say go to a play. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you were talking about that you would go to like all these like interesting plays around Miami, and I was like, you know what, I like plays too. Let me go too. So I went to see one yes. at FIU, and it just 
help me remember I love classics and I love, you know, theater. Mm-hmm. I think there's something so cool about that. That's just an add-on. I'm telling you, it would change your life. Broadway yeah, everybody needs to at least see one in their life. Yes. At least see one. At least. And I think, you know, I'm just adding that in there, but I think it kind of just expands your mind a little bit. <laughs> but what you said was was so true. I think I love that um, idea of be around the people who you think you want to be. At least so you can get a better sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. That's a good one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So, for the person who feels that they have done all the right things to position themselves, but they still hate where they are currently, because that's a reality, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've, you've positioned yourself, like you've done all the work you're supposed to do, but you've gotten somewhere and you don't, you hate it. What would you say that person should do? Or what's oh. a piece of advice? That happens. Like it, it, it's unfortunate, but just, just being self-reflective as well. Cause for me, like, I'd like to be a lot of things. Like I love to be a graphic designer, but if you've guys seen any of my drawings, they're horrendous. <laughs> so, but just, no, like, they're not. No, they're not. They're not good. <laughs> but it's just, gosh, that's a hard one because just people are so different and nuanced. And if you don't like it, respect that feeling you know like 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 i said earlier don't be tied down to something that's not for you anymore um you are not doing yourself nor the world any favors by being in a job or in a current position or something like that that's not stimulating you and adding value that you like like adding value to wherever you are just because that's what we are like we really enhance the places that we're at it's a it's a beautiful thing when people are at peace with themselves just because it tends to like pass on to other people and you and you know it like you've always come across the cashier or somebody that just really hates their job like really hates their job or just interacted with somebody that just really is not vibing with their job and you know what that's fair but once you notice that it's time to go um obviously be practical like know your limitations within that and like before just saying all right peace love and tacos job maybe just look for other options, but just really have a sit down with yourself. Like, what are you good at? And what do you like to do? And that doesn't need to be like specific skills, but like, what are just things that make you happy? Um, I do believe that workplace happiness is very important or just like overall happiness is very important, not just for yourself, but just for the people that you interact with. And therefore like the space, the physical space in which you interact with as well, just because like, you have something valuable. Um, you were made with um, a purpose that may not be a specific job, but that is kind of like the desire that was put in your heart. That's not for no reason at all. Um, understand like what you want, like what you really want. It's uh, I'm trying not to make this sound super flowery, but like ultimately, like you you are given a purpose. You are given um, something that you are supposed to be doing that not only um, adds value to whomever you're serving, but also really gives you purpose and really gives you joy. Um, and that's important to respect and respect enough to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what comes to mind also is not giving ourselves such a strict timeline. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's one killer, especially 
those of us, you know, in our age group that we think by a certain age, we have to have this. By a certain age, we need to be married. By a certain age, we just, we got to have it all together. Um, I think for sure social media has contributed to that. Before it was kind of like in the distance, like, oh, you know, I think I'm supposed to have this. But I think you seeing other people having these things makes you feel inferior. And then you mm-hmm. rush and you do things on impulse thinking that's what you need. And I mean, I have friends. I mean, granted, my friend just came on the podcast a couple months ago talking about how she's a pharmacist and she can't see herself doing this for doing that job for a long period of time. She has a whole farm D and is like, oh. I'm chucking the deuces after a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Or another one who graduated from med school and is just like, this isn't for me. Like, I can only do a certain amount of years, but this isn't really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And there's no point in getting to that point where you're somewhere and you don't like it. And it's- just exploring within that, too. Like, that is so... <sighs> that's so true, though. Sometimes you just spend time doing something and then you realize man, I don't like it. And like, just for, I guess, school specifically, like, um, cause for me, I definitely had like a tunnel vision when I was um, a bio major. Cause I'm like, this is what I want to do. But that's why it's just really important to utilize the resources you have around you. Be intentional about trying things that are directly off your path. Mm. Like something mm-hmm. that you like, but like completely random than what you're doing. Like the reason I switched my um, major is because I'm just like, okay, I've been taking all these bio electives and like bio classes. I'm going to take a random sociology class and see how I feel. And it literally vibed with my soul. I'm like, oh, where was this my whole life? Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't have known because your tunnel vision was screwing with you. Like you, you don't, you don't see, um, you gotta be, try things intentionally out of your comfort zone. Obviously not things that like you completely hate, but things that you like um that interest you but that aren't directly on the path you think you should be on like baking photography yes yeah Mm -hmm. that dance class sign language yeah yep i hear your friend (laughs) so um i guess i'd like to ask you what does your job entail? Because th- we kind of talked about it, but what does that look like? Because you've kind of given us a timeline and the process how you got to where you are. But I'm assuming your job kind of encompasses a majority of the things that you, you know, the areas that you would like to work at. So what does that look like now for you? Funny enough, the place that I'm working at kind of encompasses like the things that I want to do. But my specific role is very intriguing that in essence it says and i'll explain that in a minute but like what my role is um i am a tech hire coordinator um up in north miami and i'm helping to create a tech a tech program so that people in that area that may have not had opportunities to like kind of um obtain jobs that were kind of middle wage opposed to lower wage jobs we offer certifications for them so that they can um receive jobs in tech, which is pretty exciting and planning out um, the programming, getting the space ready um, and holding different events there. And it's held, the the program itself is in a community development organization, which is really awesome. But ultimately the essence of what I want to do is serving the needs of people so that they can get where they want to go. So financially get to where you want to go like in terms of quality of life be a catalyst for that um and even now like even though I enjoy what I'm doing I know that this is not for me and acknowledging that um 
but still being open to get the learning bits out of it. Like I, though I don't want to do this forever, I am learning a lot from it. I work with amazing people and I still get to serve this community of people that I love so, love so much. Delish. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. Delish. 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 <laughs> but that sounds exciting. I have a friend who it has is. a very similar type of like job experience. Very mm-hmm. demanding. And I commend you for it. Because I, hearing from her experience too, it's very, very involved. Serving people is usually very involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of, you can't really win situations, but you like what you do. So you got to take the L for the the greater good. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And a lot of ways, or in a lot of situations too, you kind of just have to let people make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. Learning that in my own job too. So if you had one seed to plant, right, what would that be? And by seed, like a life lesson that you just, it doesn't even have to be related to this, but just anything that you feel like everybody needs to know. Well, you touched on it, but like, don't over plan your life. Um, Coming from a a past over planner. Hi, my name is Megan and I'm a past over planner. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, kind of just going back to the, don't be afraid to have your life interrupted. But just, I guess in terms of the two mantras I love, is just don't over plan. Don't be afraid to have your life interrupted, but also know your North star. Um, it's like, uh, like, I don't know if this is like a official concept, but I learned it a couple months ago and I've been in love with it. But ultimately your North star is just like kind of the essence of you. Like what are, where do your interests, your passion and your skills and talents lie. Yeah. Um, and how does that um, come together for like your purpose and like, where, where is God leading you ultimately? And that's also coming with being obedient listening. Um, this isn't supposed to be a solid, like solitary process. Um, definitely involve people, definitely pray on it, but like know your North star. Um, and for me, my North star is people. Um, it's opportunities. It's, um, different cultures and respecting diversity. Um, and I'm a planner and I like organization. And I like spreadsheets. So hopefully somewhere in there, my North star has some spreadsheets, but <laughs> <laughs> just, just spending time to get to know yourself, have a date with yourself where you just write down all the things you're good at and then write down all the things that you love to do, regardless of whatever, whether you're good at them or not. Like, what do you love doing? Um, and then like spend time looking into things, um, that would really just capitalize on those two, um, those two lists that you made. Like I'm a list maker and avid list maker because I like things like lists, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but take time to know your North star and just to know yourself. Um, and when you become more in tune with that, you realize what things to go for, what things not to go for and what's worth your time and what's not. Oh, that's good advice. Um, are there any resources that you would recommend? Books, podcasts, apps, anything? And then also tell us where we can connect with you. The one book that will forever have a special place in my heart is The Art of Work um, by Jeff Goins or, or like Goins, whatever way that you want to pronounce it, G-O-I-N-S. That book just was really awesome in terms of like turning your life's art into 
into something that you can live off. I don't, oh, I like I'm the that. girl, read it. I have it at mm-hmm. home. I can give it to you when I come, but, <laughs> okay. um, but, um, that was the book that really solidified the belief that I have that like, there is something that, um, there's, you can make a job out of anything you're passionate about. And granted, there are the difference between passions and purposes, but the book talks about that and it's great. Um, so you should definitely, definitely read it. Um, and I can be found on social media at Meg, M-E-G, at A-T, it, I-T, again, A-G-A-I-N. So Meg at it again. Is oh, my- Okay. Uh, is my uh, my handles for Twitter and Instagram? Girl, I was looking at your social media. I'm like, did she say Megan Tit again? Girl, I was don't like, tell people that I'm trying to really <laughs> emphasize that they're poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so cat is on the back. It looks like Megan Tit again. <laughs> okay. I, I was looking at it like, why was she Meg at it again? Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry so sorry lovely answer followers meg <laughs> at it again <laughs> all right i promise i got it i got it this time um everything will be below i <laughs> look man look i had to be honest i was really about to ask you like I'm confused. Can you explain? I mean, it's not far from you to do something like that, Megan. Come on. It's not. And that's why it makes it worse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I will post that book below, um, The Art of Work, and your social media. And then tell us about your new blog that's coming out. What you going to be talking about that, girl? What you going to be saying on that blog? Well, I am so glad you asked. So, (laughs) coming soon, if you guys... Follow the handles. You guys will get updates. I'm quite excited about it. It's a blog called The Megan B Experience. Um, And it's ultimately just to kind of, like, take a deeper look into, like, things that happen in our community. So, for me, I am a person that loves deep conversations. Like, I am not a girl for small talk. Um, And I just like to have a realistic, raw look about what's going on in the world and have a conversation about it. Like, you see... um, something happened in your community and most like I want to talk about it. Um, and I also like to make the world a bit, um, a smaller place one conversation at a time. So, um, just talking to people about whenever I go um, somewhere to visit and things like that, talking to individuals about what their life is like here, um, learning about what their views are on different topics and yeah, just really just, starting the conversation ultimately like just creating a platform where we can talk and just discuss the world around us Mm. all right i'm excited and i believe it that is so you (laughs) so i believe it all right megan i appreciate you so 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 much for coming on this podcast i love listening to you per usual and i'm sure everybody listening was like oh my goodness she really helped me out you really do i promise you really do i'm so grateful very very grateful for you i appreciate you as well dami thanks friend (laughs) all right guys this is the end of the episode and i will speak to you on the next episode (laughs) bye
Thank you so much for listening to the Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that the Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to the Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to the Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.